All right. Am I on camera? Cool. All right. <laughs> Cameras are on auto autopilot. Is it on this? No, it's not at all. Is it? Okay. Okay. Well, who knew? I'm hot or something like that. <laughs> Close enough, anyways. Uh, thanks. Thank you, and welcome to our Thanksgiving Eve devotional. This is a long-standing tradition. As uh, a lot of times, a lot of people are out of town. Some people are out of town. Sometimes we get visitors, so we don't. We do what we can. So uh, we have this each year, and it's a. It's kind of a potluck. Let me put it that way. It's a potluck. That's, that's a good way to describe it. It's a potluck. So um, tonight we're going to have. Uh, I think we got three prayers. Got about six songs. Got two guys singing songs, and uh, Matt and I are both going to speak. We're both aiming for five to ten minutes. We'll see if neither one of us can hit that time limit. Who knows? So, anywho, I'm going to start out with a couple announcements uh, more than anything. Um, Camille has, I think she said, 14 names left. If you're looking for a Mount Dora kid to buy gifts for, she has 14 names. They're in the foyer. You can see her. Um, I think hopefully everybody got the message that Georgia Smith passed away this week. Hopefully that wasn't a good message, but I mean, at least hopefully everybody got notified. Um, her, her memorial, her celebration of life will be Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock right here. So that's, uh, that's what we're doing is 2 o'clock. Uh, they're going to have lemonade and cookies in the back. She did not want anything big. Keep it simple. That's very southern, very Georgia. So we're going to have lemonade and cookies. If you can help it out with that, see Betty. Betty is going to decorate early. So Sunday morning's auditorium, Sunday morning's fellowship class is going to join us in the auditorium in here. So help, help spread the word that we're going to do that. That way she can have that all set up rather than spinning out of control trying to get it done in 10 minutes. So, so help us out with that. And um, I guess I'm going to teach in here this, on uh, Sunday morning. This is, <laughs> Chuck's going to preach. So we're going to have fun with that too. So anyways, thank you for all joining us this evening. And I hope that uh, this helps make your Thanksgiving a little more thankful. out some thongs on Thanksgiving, so we'll see how that works. And I picked out some I've actually never led before, but we've sung, so this ought to be interesting. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad.
for all the planning that you've done over the years and, and you've brought us to this place together that, that we can all be together and, and have a church here and can continue to, 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 to worship you and be a light in this community. We're, we're thankful for, for Jesus who was willing to come and die upon the cross for us that we might have forgiveness of sins. We're thankful for the word. We're thankful for the power that's still in the word, that it's able to turn, that, that it's able to turn evil hearts toward you if it's if it's just read and, and applied and applied to the heart. We're but we're we're so thankful for the families that we have here. So so many families in this church, so many little children as we can see here tonight, to hopefully they'll be able to to, to continue to 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 continue to, with the legacy here that we have and and that they might continue to grow once again father we want to thank you for for another for another year that that you've that you've given to us in jesus name amen This one I know well. <laughs> to God be the confusing isn't it well, good we need a little bit of that once in a while um i guess i'll start the story once upon a time long long time ago and it doesn't seem that long ago either came through those front doors um 
Let me back that up. Actually, I grabbed the door that was locked and felt like a fool. Then I grabbed another door that was locked and really felt stupid and finally grabbed the door that wasn't locked and walked inside to a place I'd never been before and probably looked about as confused as possible. And, uh, and I have no idea why I remember this, but Lloyd Thornton walked over and said, hey, young feller, you're in the right place. I'm thankful that I'm in the right place. It's been a while, um, and, and I like that it's backed up. We got to talk to some, uh, some new members here lately, and they've come to, to talk to elders. They've come from parts unknown, like, you know, like the good wrestlers and stuff. They show up and stuff, and we, we talk to them. And um, so what brought you here? Why what do you like? Why do you want to be members here? And time and time again, they describe the church as alive. It's alive. I like that. Every church, Camille and I have probably been to six or eight churches in the last year or so, and they're all alive. But I'm glad to hear that we're alive. Some of the things that the, the newer members describe is that they love the people. The people here are friendly and they're genuine. They know they're in the right place when they found that. The compassion cards that we started doing, I've heard several people say how much that meant, that it came at just the right time, that it makes a difference to them. The ladies' class, the ladies' class does a phenomenal job. You talk to any new lady in the building, and they always point to the ladies' class as being why they feel like they're in the right place. I almost feel like we did a men's thing, like six in the morning with coffee and eggs or something. So, <laughs> so let's do it. Mickey. Mickey says, it's do it. It's funny when these coffee shops actually has real hours, not like Starbucks or something. So, yeah, but the ladies' class is, helps people know they're in the right place. The food pantry. Uh, I'll just flat out say the food pantry, we have people that come not because they've gotten food, sometimes that's the case, but more people because they're looking for a place to serve and they're looking for a place to help the community. They see the sign and they stop and they become part of us and they love it. Um, maybe 40% maybe of the congregation is part of that effort. It helps them know they're in the right place. Hey, Matt, I didn't bring my clicker with me. <laughs> Could you click it one time? In Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, this verse I know there's a whole lot of different ways to look at it. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. This talks about the Hall of Faith in Hebrews 11, but that great cloud of witnesses is everybody that's gone from time unknown till today to help the kingdom be here for us to be in the right place. And I'm thankful for that great cloud of witnesses that cheers us on, cheers us on to keep the church going. The church has been going for 2,000 years and it'll go until Jesus comes again. I'm thankful for that. And I got a list of things I'm thankful for at the church, and this might come sound like I'm either reading the budget or uh, 
praying the opening prayer would um, give it a shot. Some stuff I'm thankful that makes this the place where I'm in the right spot. The missions are one of those things. The missions reach people that in places I would never ever be. Some of the people here have been to Nicaragua with Dennis, and I know they saw Dennis. He goes to people's houses. He brings half the congregation to the to church each week does a phenomenal job down there. And I'm thankful for the job that Dennis does. I'm thankful for, for Barry Rosie. Man, is there anybody more laid back yet determined? And a man, I know he started out in Kenya. It was the first place I heard about him. And from Kenya, he went to Madagascar, Venezuela, and now he's in Mali. And they're never easy places. They're never places with a government that's stable. They're never a place that you think you'd make inroads with the people. Yet he does. And if you ever talk to Barry, Barry's got to be one of the most laid-back guys I've ever seen, and he's, he does a phenomenal job. And I'm thankful that Barry's in places like that and reaches souls. I'm thankful for Campion and Peter, Agrippa and Ariton in Zimbabwe, another place that I will never be in Zimbabwe. And I will never, even if I did, I'd never make the difference that those guys do there. And I'm thankful that we can support them and the souls they reach. I'm thankful for Chris Carter with the prison ministry. Um, I mean, we know Gary Wider ran that thing. I think uh, when, uh, just before Paul passed away, the Apostle Paul passed away in jail, he appointed Gary Wider to take care of the guys there. And he did it for, a, it seems like he did that long, but he, Chris Carter's come in there and Chris is doing a phenomenal job. And uh, as a matter of fact, he reached out, I saw an email today and he's wanting to come back here and talk. And we always look forward to Chris being here. I'm thankful for Chris and the ministers that do that kind of work. And I'm thankful for, uh, for East Orange, also being in the right spot over there, it's a, it's a it's a good spot. It's on this side of Orlando, and there's a potential for growth there. There's a lot of people to reach, and I'm thankful for the effort that uh, the Sawyers have made, and and Nick's been over there for a long time. I'm thankful for them. I've had the opportunity to be over here recently, and I wish I'd been there long ago. But I'm thankful for the effort, and the again, it's a place that feels very alive. And I'm thankful for all the work that's been there to bring the church there. Thankful for Mount Dora. Um, I think 99 is the first time I ever went to Mount Dora and saw the kids and uh, the work that they do there. Um, they keep trying to recruit Camille and getting us to move. Uh, I'm not valuable to Mount Dora, but Camille is. So, uh, but anyways, I'm thankful for that each time, each year. I'm thankful also for our benevolence here at the church. We got a, a chunk of money that's set aside just to help those in need, and that's because God did that. Um, I've been in the opportunity to help people that can't help themselves. Sometimes it's the sparrow that God takes care of them. I think Matt had in his Proverbs thing a while back that the, God takes care of the poor. They're his. Um, they're his, and it's the church's responsibility. And sometimes people have no other place to turn, and it's a, it's a really humbling experience to be able to help them out in any way that we can. There's a lot of helpers. Man, if you knew how what it takes to get some of the people to church, what it takes to get their, them to the grocery store, to get their pills in order, to get them to the doctors, there's plenty of those people here that make this church the place to be. And the food pantry, I already mentioned it, but except 40% of the congregation touches that. We don't have to door knock because of the food pantry. I know Matt and Doug have been standing out there and talking to people and Bible studies have started. 
It's the right place. And some of those people are saying that it's the right place. Our education system, our teachers, um, but also the students. Never overlook the students. It's no, no good teaching if you don't have students. Chuck and I both have been there. That's what I think some of you guys have been too. But we're thankful for people wanting to learn more about Christ, learn more about God. I'm thankful for the evangelism that goes on, the sharing of God's word, the sharing of the gospel. Um, we got a new approach on some of that here, and I'm, I'm thankful to see the growth, and I'm thankful to, you know, sometimes it's easy to write some of that off, and I'm thankful to see growth in a place that I wouldn't exactly expected some of it to work, but it's working good. I'm thankful for our Wednesday sings. Those grow each month. I'm thankful for the food that's, that brings us together and we sit and eat. I think some people come just to eat, but shh. That's okay. It's okay. And I'm thankful for the thing. You always leave here happy. And you always, it's a good time to bond together. And I'm thankful for all that. I'm thankful for kids. I'm thankful for the noise they make. Right? I'm thankful to see them reach for a little bit, piece of candy. Thinking I don't see them, but it's okay. Okay? I'm thankful for the kids. I love seeing them here. Okay? And it's, I am. I'm thankful that when the, the older kids get together and they go do something as a group rather than just go home with mom and dad. Thankful for the seniors and the opportunities that they have. The, uh, the senior day out when they go to, where is it, Club 54 or something? Uh, <laughs> no? That's not the place? Everywhere. They're just out and about. Load up the Jesus van. We're going. You know, you want to talk about being in the right place? Awesome. Awesome, right? Load it up and go. And I know you take some people that don't get to go. They jump in the van and they go. Senior game day, they break out the twister. They break out the skateboards, right? <laughs> you know, that's a good time. I love. We'll probably play some games over the holidays. Well, we don't get enough time to do some of that stuff. But I'm thankful that they do. And I look forward to the day that... I can take off and do that too, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Who knows? But I'm thankful for facility maintenance. You know, it's a thankless job to sit here for 40 hours while somebody works on an air conditioner. <laughs> right? Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Wanda. I mean, I'll say it. Sometimes these jobs, and it's every week. It's like, a, like Brent and Wanda have a, a date with the AC man. You know, hey, AC man's coming. Wear something nice. They know it, they, they see it on the car already. Ah, it's them again. So, you know, but there's a lot of maintenance here. As you've seen, the decorations have already changed. That's something that Georgia, that was something she liked, she wanted, Shad and Megan do. The facility improvement. You've seen some of the improvements that we've done here. It might be little, but it's, it makes a difference. I, I like the new carport for the, for the Jesus fan out there. I kind of miss parking out here on the roof, but you know, it's cool. Um, I like the room eight, the uh, triple C as we call it. It's a classroom, it's a conference center, but it's a uh, counseling office. It's a little bit all, it's a triple C. I like that, and I like the, the changes that are happening because I like the 70s look, but you know, I'm thankful for all that too. <laughs> I, I could worship anywhere, I don't really care, but um, I'm thankful for the AV crew. Um, sometimes I've, I've been back there fighting the octopus myself. Uh, usually it's Steve and I fighting the octopus, and sometimes we end up fighting each other. Um, 
And I'm thankful for the ones that have grown into it a little bit too. Jamie did a lot, little bit. Uh, Kendall's doing a little bit of it. Um, I'm thankful for that. Brian and Jason, and I'm looking for more helpers. And if your last name is Robinson or you're related to them, Boudreaux, 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 and Boudreaux, and Tran, we look for more help too. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for a place to stash some candy back there too with my happy cat, my octopus. Thankful for a minister. He's a friendly guy, sometimes too friendly. But <laughs> and he likes to talk. That's why I don't get home till 10 o'clock on Wednesday night sometimes. Uh, but it's all right. I like Matt, uh, and I appreciate the work that he does. And I know it's one of those jobs that you don't even know what it is until you step into it. And, uh, uh, you know, that's the honest truth. Write down what it is. Good luck. I'm thankful for our guest speakers. I've got those on my list, too. This Sunday, Matt's, uh, Matt's gone on vacation, so Chuck's speaking in the morning. And Nick is going to speak Sunday night. I'm thankful for those guys. I'm thankful that we have a, a list of uh, guest speakers that we give Matt the fifth Sundays off. He has vacation or he has something to do with uh, youth ministry stuff. I can just pull out the list and call somebody, and we have not come up short yet. So I'm thankful for, for the guys that do that. I'm thankful for the deacons who uh, serve, and they do thankless behind-the-scenes job and get dirty. And many of the servants, too, that aren't necessarily deacons, but do the same kind of thing. If we have something that needs fixed, something that needs done, something, uh, something that needs organized, it happens to make this the right place. I'm thankful for the elders, too. I'll say that. Uh, I call it my small group. I've served with five men. I think. I think I've served with five men as elders, and I've served under Lloyd, too, as a deacon. Um, the heart they have for this church and the church that goes with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I'm thankful for them and the lives they put on the line, the, the souls they put on the line to make this the right place, to be that, to build it for that great cloud of witnesses. That's where I'll leave it off again. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which, so, which clings so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set up before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I'm thankful for all this that builds us to be the place that one day a guy will walk in the door and he can be greeted with, you're in the right place. And he'll grow to know, or a woman, I shouldn't leave the women out either, but they will grow to know they're in the right place. They're in the right place. When upon life pillows you are
15. I'm going to read it because to me it's a whole thought, but we're going to focus on the bottom end of the thought. It says, See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. That seems pretty simple, right? Now here's where the real challenge comes in to me. Rejoice always. Not sometimes. Not when you feel right. Not when everything's going right. Not when you feel good. Rejoice always. That seems pretty tough to me. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And then it says this. Give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now who always feels like they're full of joy? Who would say that they always rejoice? Every day. Nikki, you're the last person that can raise their hand on that. Yeah. Unless you don't, if you don't know, he's got something negative to say about everything. What? Oh, oh, that's, that was my definition of you. Pray without ceasing. Pray always. Pray continually. Pray as if it's just second nature. It's just what you do when you're in circumstances, when you're trying to accomplish things, when you're, when you're going through difficulties in life, in every circumstance, all the time, pray. Not just before a meal, not just when you go to bed at night, not just maybe some of you are even better than that, and you even pray when you first get up. No, no, all the time. All the time. Okay, and last but not least, give thanks in all circumstances. Even when you don't get what you want. Hmm? I'm looking at all my family, all my young family. I'm very thankful for you guys, by the way. Be thankful in all circumstances, Tyler. And I'm only calling you out, but I can call everybody out. And I can call every adult out. Because it's not always easy to be thankful, but we have so much to be thankful for. And at times we just get stuck, which is why I want to offer you this advice. Because I don't, how do you make sense of it, right? Who in here was going to raise their hand and say, no, no, no I rejoice always. Who in here says, I, I pray without ceasing. How do you make sense of it? I give thanks in all circumstances. How do you make sense of it? Here's how I make sense of it. Rejoice always. Tell me one day that you've ever lived since you found Jesus Christ, since you realized that your salvation was not based on how good you were, but how good God is. Tell me one day you've lived since then that you have not had a reason to rejoice. As long as you have that reason, you have every reason to rejoice every single day. Now, I want to point this out, too. You start reading and studying, doing different um, people in the Bible, you will find out 
you're not the only one that struggles with being joyful at all times. In fact, some of the best people in the Bible had very bad moments where they didn't have very much joy coming out of them. It's normal. But keep that in your mindset. Remember, no matter how life goes, no matter how many times you don't get your way, no matter how many times you fail, no matter how many times things don't seem right, that there's always something to be joyful of. If nothing else, just your salvation alone. All right. What about pray without ceasing? How about this? Are you listening, Nathan? Are you sure? This one's for you. You ready? Always acknowledge God is in the room. And everything that you do, and every circumstance you find yourself in, even when you are alone and you think no one will ever know, and no one's ever going to see, and you're never going to be exposed, always remember that God is in the room. And consider him at all times. If you do that, in my opinion, you're pretty close to praying without ceasing. Because you're considering God. You know, you don't, to pray to God, have you ever considered this? To pray to God, you don't have to necessarily have this huge dialogue with him. In fact, there's scripture that flat out says sometimes you don't know what to say. So the Spirit speaks for you. You know what I'm talking about? If you acknowledge God in the room at all times, to me, you're praying without ceasing because you're always considering his will in your life. All right. And last but not least, be thankful in all circumstances. The challenge of a lifetime. Probably the hardest thing God asks us to be. To be thankful in all circumstances. When you don't get the Christmas present you want, Josh, can you be thankful? Yeah. You still got a lot of good things, don't you? Probably more than you deserve, right? More than I deserve. We can be thankful. More money. More money. <laughs> can we edit that part out, please? That was... <laughs> he just wants a pool, I think. I'm not really sure where that came from. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to recover from that, but I guess the point is this. If we constantly, and here's, here's the overarching principle to me, is if we constantly acknowledge God in our lives, in the good and in the bad, in times of certainty and in times of doubt, in times where things are going right and in times where things are not and we're not getting our way, this is the will of God for us. Don't ever forget who he is. Don't ever forget that you are a work in progress and that sometimes when you're not getting what you want, it's because it's what you need. Nathan just gave me the mind blown. All right. That's all I got to say. Listen, I'm so thankful. Doug, I appreciate what you said about the whole church because what's happening is that the church is getting back to work and God is blessing us because of that I sit here and I think about just the amount of baptisms we've had and, I, and listen I don't know the number because we don't count them I'm gonna be honest somebody else might I don't but I know we've had a bunch 
I think about the members, the people who are placed in membership. There's a lot of new people. I think about all the people that are visiting every single Sunday right now. We, there's new people walking in the door every Sunday. I think about the awesome opportunity that we have right now if we continue to work to see God work in us in an amazing way if we continue to do what we're doing. So I'm very thankful because one person can't do this by themselves. Five people can't do this by themselves. It takes the whole church. We're all different members. God gave us all different talents. But if we use them for his glory, for his kingdom, we will always have return. All we got to do is not bury it. That's it. So I'm thankful for you guys. Keep up the good work. So with all that thankfulness, the biggest thing is, which is what this song says, is that God is so good to us. So we're going to sing 83. We're going to sing all four verses. Let's begin. God is so good. God is you guys. I'm already tired and I haven't even smelled the turkey yet. <laughs> Whew. Lord, give us strength. You pray with me. Heavenly Father, help, help me and others like me this holiday, Father, to, to slow down, to give thanks to you, and enjoy our company that, that surrounds us, Father. Let us embrace the ones that we love, the ones that we don't see, and the ones that we see all the time. Let us put our difference aside. Let us put politics aside. Let us put the worldly things that go on around us aside and focus on each other. And, and let us focus on people we don't know. Let us focus on this congregation. Let us focus on you. You especially, your son, that 
sacrificed so much for us. Father, we, we can't do it without you. We can't do it without you. You are strength. You are clear path. You already laid out the plan for us. All we got to do is stay on the path. Fathers, we come in and come through these holidays. I just ask you to be with, with those that are traveling. Keep them safe. Those that are departing after all of it's over, heading home, Father. Ask you for patience for one another out on the streets, the airways, the trains, wherever, the bright line as it's passing by for the 19th time. Give us, give us patience, Father. We're going we're gonna to make it through because we got you. Father, I ask to, for you to be with those young ones this year as mom and dad and grandpa or whoever they're enjoying the holidays with, to step up and ask, can I help? What can I do? I want to be part. I want to take some of the burden and some of the load off you. I, I pray that you inspire and you get in some of these young people and, and ask them, what can I do to help? Father, as we leave here, guide us and guard us and forgive us of our sins until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.